0: Hi there, Kim. Hi, Natalie. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to you. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of the Broadcast Podcast. It's just been great getting back in the groove and having all of these amazing conversations we get to have with women. And I just feel like re-energized that we're back on the air. Well,
1: and people might think that we tape them like every week we don't we, t- we no. tape a bunch at once yes. we are really lucky I know. on one day to get like this really great lineup of really I great know. women it's, it's,
0: it's really exciting and every time somebody says yes to us we're always like well, yes. really <laughs>
1: we'll squeeze you in wherever <laughs> we will make it happen <laughs> we will make it happen
0: it's, it's gonna be great really but for people that want to learn more about the podcast yes. or if they want to check us out in other places you can follow us on twitter at the broadcast pgh on facebook at the broadcast underscore PGH, and Instagram at the broadcast underscore pgh, and our website is broadcast podcast dot com. Yes, and if you would like to support
1: the podcast, which we would love, yes, for you to support the podcast, big time, you can visit our Patreon page at patreon dot com slash broadcast pgh. You can find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. You're on one of those mm. right now if you're listening, so you know that already. But <laughs> at we're least one of them down. We are everywhere. <laughs> if you'd like to sponsor the, or otherwise partner with the show, we are open to the possibilities. We'd love to talk with you. Drop us a line at broadcastpgh at com. We also want to thank our current Patreon supporters who some of them don't want to be named, just want to give us and keep us going so we synonymous. shout out to them yes. but um Lisa Earl and Teresa Kaufman are okay with us giving shout outs to them so yeah. thanks to everyone who supported the show listens to the show otherwise likes the show because it's always nice to hear that uh, we're not just shouting into
0: the void Right. So, yeah. Or that my mother's not the only one listening. There is <laughs> if your
1: mother were the only one That'd listening? be okay, though. Can we have your mom on sometime? Oh, yeah. One? okay. I've already
0: thought about that. Yeah, like, we okay, have let's, to. Let's do that. Yeah, she's to- amazing. To-do list. Okay, But, you know, speaking of amazing, mm-hmm. you, you had mentioned Teresa Kaufman. Yeah. And I know Teresa through just the event scene yeah. in Pittsburgh. Um, but is so great at connecting me to all kinds of amazing women. And she's the one that actually introduced me to our new guest nice. and this is Lisa Laurie that we have with us today and she is the co-founder of Cancer Be Glammed and this is the part in the show where we wish we had an applause track I know Aww, That's sometimes terrific. <laughs> sometimes
1: we'll have one but you know what I like whenever we say applause track our producer Mike always like he does mimes he mimes clapping. It. It's so we feel like, like someone's applauding I for think us. so I mean <laughs> it, it helps
0: emotionally anyway <laughs> but we're so happy to have you on the show and thank you so much for being here ladies
2: I am thrilled to be here. Thank Aww. you so much for having me. Oh, thank
0: you. Absolutely. And and we can't wait to hear about your company that you started, but we'd like to learn more about you first. So tell us a little bit, how did you even get started in this journey to where it led you with Cancer Be Glammed?
2: Well, it evolved from my own experience mm-hmm. having breast cancer. Mm. 10 years ago, I was diagnosed with invasive ductal breast cancer, and I had to undergo a double mastectomy. Later on, I had to have my ovaries removed, and then I had to go through chemotherapy.
0: My goodness.
2: And so anyone who knows what it's like to have to deal with like the devastating Mm -hmm. appearance-related fallout from cancer can understand how hard that can be. You know, Mm -hmm. and so I felt like a cancer humpty-dumpty. You know, I no longer didn't have any breasts, I had lost all my hair, mm. I had, you know, a, a myriad of other issues that I didn't even expect, and it was really hard to put myself back together again.
0: When you got that diagnosis, because that would just be such a scary mm-hmm. moment, mm. what was the first thing that went through your mind? My children. Mm. Yeah.
2: I just felt like I could handle anything mm-hmm. if I could stay alive from my children and my husband Brian. Mm.
0: So is that Will?
2: Yes. That, Absolutely that bigger
0: than yourself feeling
2: and I think you know, having been in the cancer world for the past ten years, you see that women can rise mm. to the most amazing heights mm-hmm. when their backs are up against the wall, yeah. and it's a terrible position to be in, but it's unbelievable the strength you find within
0: and so with the with the idea that you were going through all of this and having had to have a double mastectomy and then to lose your ovaries as well, were you having a hard time re-identifying yourself or reimagining yourself as what it meant to be a woman because these parts are so... Defining in culture for what it means to be female. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's exactly right, Natalie Mm -hmm. and Kim. Mm -hmm. And even though, you know, to people who hear this, who think, wow, you should just feel lucky that you're alive, yes, of course I am. Mm -hmm. But you can't also ignore the toll, the physical toll that cancer Mm -hmm. has taken. You know, even though you don't want to feel that way, I think we live in a society today where your physical appearance mm-hmm. is so emphasized yeah. that to be pushed so low mm-hmm. is is really hard to just cast off some of that desire to be a certain way and
1: begin to accept the w- where you're at. Go and ahead, so Karen. that led you to you realize that sort of the physical appearance was such a huge thing and that there were there weren't a lot of Uh, remedies or solutions for women who wanted to still, you know, feel like themselves um, who had had mastectomy or had cancer. So that's how Cancer Be Glammed came to be, right? So tell us a little bit of how how that came together.
2: That's exactly right, Kim. And Cancer Be Glammed, just so everybody knows, is for women going through all forms of cancer. Mm -hmm. Even though I had breast cancer, I did not want to limit it to one form of cancer Mm -hmm. because cancer is cancer. And I don't mean that to say that flipply or stupidly, but it affects everybody in their own way. And, you know, my my key moment was I was totally unprepared Mm. for everything that I had faced. And like lots of other women, you have excellent medical support but very little support to tell you what it's going to take to live your life following surgery, chemotherapy, and radiation. And I became determined after I recovered that I was going to make it a different cancer recovery experience for other women.
0: This is what I love about this show. Because we hear this so much from our our guests that it wasn't just about their own journey, but there is this sense of now, how can I turn this on its head and support other women? Yeah, and I think that's just such a strength mm-hmm. of leadership that women just naturally have within them because we hear this so often you don't want other women to go. Through you don't the want other women you yeah, and you don't it, want yeah. them to feel alone that they were the only ones yeah. so did you who did you lean on for support before you came to this realization?
2: Well, I was very fortunate. Number one, that my family jumped right on board. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you a funny story, if that's okay. Mm -hmm, My husband is sitting here, and I have to give him a little applause (laughs) because my family was amazing. One of the hardest things for me was to face my wig, Mm. and I was totally bald, and I couldn't decide because I had two daughters, and at the time they were Michelle and Jillian. They were 13 and nine. Wow! And Mm -hmm. so I took them with me to get the wig cut and it was just devastating. And we drove home with the wig in a bag. We put the wig up on a shelf across from my bed and we just stared at it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like the, it was like the fourth person in the room.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the next day after the wig had been been home, my husband came upstairs to get service, breakfast in bed, which was lovely. And he was wearing the wig.
1: <laughs> and then humor my daughters wore helps. the wig. Mm-hmm. Yes. And my
2: daughters wore the wig. And then friends came over. I think about 12, 13 people wear the wig that day. <laughs> so humor does help. But I was very fortunate that I had supportive friends, one in particular, a dear friend of mine, Ellen Weiss Kander, mm-hmm. and she had undergone chemotherapy as a child and she really mm-hmm. got it. And she came to me and she said, I'm going to help you. You've just got to get out of that bed and you've got to, yeah. you know, be able. I was living in my husband's and there's believe me. I am a T-shirt, sweatpant wearing girl.
1: <laughs> you know,
2: it's, you know, I'm still in my pajamas at like one in the afternoon. I'm working and <laughs> right, I'm active, right. but I'm in my comfy clothes. <laughs> and so she said, I'm going to go out and try to find some... Some better looking, beautiful things that you can put on instead of
0: that old tie. That is shirt. hilarious. She's like, she's like, I know you have cancer. However, look there good is girl. no reason for it to look this bad. She was, she, yes. That is hilarious. Yes, I, I can was, appreciate yes. this woman. Yeah, no, you'd love because her. sometimes you, in order to feel better, you do have to look better. Right. You do. It, yeah. it goes hand in hand. Yeah. You know, it
2: absolutely does, and I think. If I could say one thing for women, and not just women, the mm-hmm. medical community, the fashion community, mm-hmm. the health and wellness community, caring about how you look when you are looking your absolute worst mm-hmm. is not about being vain, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I used to say to my friends and family, cancer makes you check your vanity at the door. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just meant that it is so impossible to hang on to your sense of self. Mm -hmm. When every day the world is changing around your feet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so Ellen, she got that. You know, Mm -hmm. it was more about my mental health Mm -hmm. than just my physical health and my emotional health. So she started looking at stores for beautiful head scarves and mm-hmm. pashminas that I could wear instead of my tired, beloved cardigan. <laughs> and you know, she found it hard, and I started looking online, and we both realized if this was happening to me, other women were having the same type of challenge. And that motivated us. When I got better, she became my partner, and we formed Cancer Be Glammed.
0: Wow. So are, have you been... Are you cancer free or are you in remission or what's, where is your health now?
2: You know, that's always a dicey question, mm-hmm. Natalie, mm-hmm. because some people use the term cured, mm-hmm. but when you have breast cancer, you're never cured. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, so some people say it's remission. Some mm-hmm. people say, you know, there's a lot of different ways to, cl- they really, the way in the medical field, they call it is NED, Med. N-E-D.
0: Interesting.
2: It means no evidence of disease. Wow. And that's the best news you can get when the Mm -hmm. doctor comes into your room after a scan. Mm -hmm. So that, no, it's, you know, something I'll have to cope with the rest of my life.
0: Mm -hmm. And Interesting how words really have such power, and we don't really realize them sometimes when we say them or or understand that certain things don't really mean what you think that they should mean. Or even hearing those words and not feeling like it's, just gone, it's never going to go away because of the impact it's made on your Correct. life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you
2: know, I think what many cancer survivors struggle with are many people. First, there is a lot of people who, there are a lot of people who don't like the word survivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Because the minute you have a cancer diagnosis, you're a survivor. Right. And, you know, you may have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. So now the mm. popular phrase is thriver. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like so, that. So, yeah. <laughs> so it's Thriver. I like that, too. Mm-hmm. and uh, But it's understandable. And, uh, you know, the emotional impact of cancer. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of women, once you've recovered, like myself, People they mean well, yeah. right. but they come up to you and they think like, "Well, your cancer's over. Yeah. Yeah. Good right. for you. Everything's fine. Right. It's done now. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, life's
0: back to normal. Yeah, exactly. right. You're like, what the hell is normal? Exa- exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right.
2: And so it's the same with people who suffer from invisible diseases. Mm-hmm. People can't really appreciate
1: what is going on with somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so with cancer, be glammed. What was kind of the goal? Of making women feel. Mm-hmm. Pretty making women feel like just their regular women. There's nothing different about it. like. can well, tell me the goal of you know you want to dress them. You want them to to find clothes that are going to fit them when they're in different stages of whatever their cancer and may some be. Some of
0: them were having, having like an adaptable well, context, yes. or is that, that's yes. part of it too, yes. right? Yes, yes. So. You know, I'm breastless, mm-hmm. and
2: that's a shocking reality every morning. Even though I'm you know, even though I'm well used to it, mm-hmm. you know that. It still is a stunner. Sure. And so it was. It Cancer be glammed is more than just dressing women, mm-hmm. um, stylish recovery options, or as we like to say, practical yet fashionable products, mm-hmm. or fashionable yeah. healing.
0: Yeah,
2: is one healing. piece that's of I it. like that. Yeah, I like yeah. That too. yeah. Mm-hmm. And but that's only one piece of a much larger. Um, initiative for us, which is to help women. The Recovery products do a lot to make them feel better, more like themselves. But we have a great community of women that share their advice about how to get on with your life. We have a section on our, web co- w- section on our uh, website called From One Mother to Another. Mm. You know, you can't just parse it out. Right. To say that fashion—it's a whole our whole. So now I'll tell you, Kim. That was a long way to say no, this. We liked the long way around. That's <laughs> the whole point of a podcast, that's right? Exactly. Yeah. The real goal was to empower women mm-hmm. to recover from the visible appearance-related side effects of cancer, and to be empower them to recover with dignity, self-esteem, mm-hmm. and personal style. So that involves lots of different things. Mm-hmm. But it really is to say, you can pick up the pieces of your life, and we are going to help you. And we're going to h- keep you involved with a community wi- of women who are going to empower you, too. And when we first named the company Cancer Be Glammed, it was tongue-in-cheek, yeah, of course. obviously, sure. for <laughs> Cancer Be <Damn>. sure. <laughs> And people felt, there's nothing glamorous about cancer you know, one woman even wrote me after a Twitter, she said, what, are we going to come over and do each other's hair and nails and sleep over?
1: If it
0: helps, (laughs) sure. (laughs) I'm not seeing the downside here. Go on. Neither am I. Okay, neither am
2: I. So it doesn't resonate with everybody and we've had some naysayers who say, that's a stupid name. But the thing is, We wanted people to kind of get a laugh out of that, but Mm -hmm. know that we were doing something different than a lot of survivor sites. And also, you know, Cancer Be Glammed, really the bottom line was to give women options. We are not trying to tell women they should get out of that bed, get dressed a certain way, head outside, or be something they're not. It really was to say, we've done all the guesswork and legwork for you. Here it is. Mm-hmm. and now we're going to help you do that if you would like to do that.
0: So tell us a little bit about some of the products that you have. Oh, I'm happy to. <laughs> <laughs> I love the products.
2: <laughs> so part of the issue with Cancer Be Glammed was nobody wants to look like they're sick. Right. Yeah. And, you know, what happens to women, hair loss is the number one believe it or not, women go through some really incredible surgery and treatment and part of what bothers them the most is losing their hair. Yeah, sure. And again, it's not vanity. It's just a very defining feature. Yeah. And so so what we've what we've done and I think partially why the hair loss is a big deal is because it takes your very private cancer
0: mm-hmm. public. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. So we have, you know, we have a lot of advice For hair loss just in terms of head coverings Mm -hmm. and there are beautiful now really great stuff in terms of head coverings we have on our site we have a company called Hip Hats with Hair Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they are Hip Hats with Hair Mm -hmm. you know and and there's a lot of solutions today that you know again hats with hair there's certain types of hair thing that's it's called a halo it's on a band that you can put on and it just gives you hair down the side so that you can wear any hat or baseball cap or anything that you have so and we have beautiful head scarves that type of thing and then you know Cancer B. Glam, like I said, is for women with all forms of cancer. Ostomies, you know, women who undergo an ostomy and have an ostomy pouch mm-hmm. um, outside of their stomach. I'm not saying this well. I have an ostomy pouch. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, that can be very devastating. Mm-hmm. And so we have some beautiful companies on the site. Like one woman, for example, she makes ostomy lingerie. Oh, wow. And the lingerie is gorgeous but it has inside the band the exterior band it has a pouch so you can put your ostomy pouch inside of it and cover it up
0: so no one has to see no it. yeah mm.
2: and we have another thing called an intimacy band and it's this beautiful lace band and it works on the same premise mm-hmm. that you can put your ostomy pouch in it cover it up so if you know feel good about yourself if you're being intimate you know, you have something that can support you, mm-hmm. so you're not thinking all the time. Oh my God, what can someone see this? What's happening? Yeah, you know that. Yeah. So, and we, you know, we try to take the very basic things like cardigans and find other alternatives, like beautiful pashminas. We have clothing that really, when you say adaptable, such clever, smart clothing Mm -hmm. that we have port-accessible clothing. Mm -hmm. Because when you go in for chemo, you know, sometimes you want a jacket, sometimes you don't. But we have clothing that you don't have to unzip or take off. Mm -hmm. There's special zippers or Velcro in the areas that most people having cancer wear a port, and they can just unzip that specific spot and, and then the nurses can reach their port. And all this clothing, like one company makes beautiful tracksuits, another person makes wonderful sweaters. You know, another thing that women struggle with is what they call drain management, because mm-hmm. after surgery, you have drains. Yeah. And most doctors will say to you, just pin it to your nightgown. <laughs> You know, or just sure, pin it into no your clothing. Exactly. <laughs> so there are companies that have created beautiful sweaters and robes and things and camis that women can get dressed, hide their drains, still have easy access to them, and get on with their life, which is, is really the goal of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, there's yeah. so much. Boy, you, yeah, I mean, you, you start
0: talking about all the different kinds of cancer. Yeah, and just like this, it just tumbles out all of these thoughts. Yeah. And, and it's it's such a personal journey. And I think what you've really been able to do with this Cancer Be Glammed is just, like you said, give people options, give women especially options so that they can just feel like who they want to be and who exactly. they are. And it's not about trying to fit them into a box.
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's interesting that sort of evolved out of being in, in Cancer Be Glammed is that a lot of the really terrific products were designed by women cancer survivors themselves. Wow, that's awesome. And it is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, I'm a so basically they're called survivor entrepreneurs. Wow. And a big mission of ours is to support these small business companies mm-hmm. that found a gap in the market that people could use certain types of products and to have them they created them themselves and to support these companies. And I have to tell you, a woman that I've become very friendly with, her name is Dana donafrey mm-hmm. and she has a company called Anna Ono. Mm-hmm. She was 25 when she was diagnosed with mm-hmm. breast cancer right before her wedding. Oh, yeah. Oh, horrible. Jeez. And underwent all of that. But she also was a fashion designer, and she realized that when women have reconstruction, it's different than you can no longer go into a store and just buy Mm -hmm. a mass market bra, for example. Mm -hmm. So she started designing her own bras, and her company is the first company ever full cancer company to walk on the catwalk at fashion week two years wow. in a row
0: that's incredible
2: yeah, i mean i was in cancer. tears sitting there that's and fantastic. and she the show involved all women with cancer cancer survivors mm-hmm. and
0: it was awesome it just just shows you the power of women especially when they get together yep. and work together yes and help each other And you have a launch coming up, I do. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Gladly. (laughs) (laughs) Twist my arm, (laughs) I don't you. (laughs) So one of the things that we realized over the years was that even though there were self-help kind of books and recovery books for women, when you're in the throw of it Mm -hmm. and when you're in the thick of it, the last thing you want to do is read a book. Yeah. And a lot of the literature that your doctor will give you is so medical looking, it mm-hmm. makes you want to weep. It just yeah. depresses you further. So, a lot of women came to us at Cancer Reclam and said, Let's do something about this. Let's create a guidebook, but make it really unique. So, we've designed it like a fashion magazine, mm-hmm. it's the first of its kind. The models are are women who've had cancer or are going through treatment or thrivers. And we worked on it with oncologists and other women and nurses, etc., so that we could really get at the easy, take-charge questions and answers that women have when they get a cancer diagnosis. And that's the whole goal of it. I kind of call it our what to expect when you're expecting. Yeah. It's only 74 pages all full color we brought in a we brought in a fashion photographer it's beautiful it's uplifting and every page is chock a block with quick tips everything from a hospital checklist here's what you should take to the hospital to how to dress for chemotherapy great radiation camisoles and things that deal with skin care which is a problem after that and it's a page or two on each topic And it gets you up and going, and you don't have to wonder to yourself, what now? Wow. It sounds like you've really taken the guesswork
0: out of all of this. And this book launch party is going to be on June 3rd, correct? Yes, June 3rd. And where is that going to be?
2: It is going to be at our clubhouse. So Mm -hmm. if you're familiar with our clubhouse, that was formerly Gilda's Club. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: And I have a special place in my heart for them because we launched our company, Ellen and I, 10 years ago as a fundraiser for them. And I think Ellen sadly uh, passed away a few years into our company. She had liver cancer quite Mm, unexpectedly. It was awful, I must say. But so it feels full circle Mm. to come and have an event now at our clubhouse because they're so fantastic. The support they do Mm -hmm. there. And it's free of charge and it's for families, it's for anyone touched by cancer, and it's amazing. Okay. So I, we, I wanted to partner with them and do it there.
0: Wow. Well, you're amazing, and we applaud not only your bravery, but also just taking what happened to you and instead of holding it inside and internalizing it, reflecting that light back out and helping to support so many women because of the work that you're doing. It's yeah. it's truly remarkable. You really created some amazing you. circles that seem yeah. to be able to big multiply. thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Thank you.
2: It's very meaningful to me.
0: Yeah. It really is. And we appreciate it. Yeah. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, so, you mm-hmm. for that. Thank, well, thank you. you so much for coming on oh, and sharing yeah. your story.
2: I'd love to come back. You'll have yes, to I'm having so well. much fun here. <laughs> Wonderful. I am Good. You'll Good have wow. great. This is great. <laughs> thank you both. Oh, thank you so much.